0: Pat McCabe and Tom Johnson in the studio today. Uh, these two gentlemen are here to talk about the uh, Sioux Falls area men's retreat that they do every year. About this time of year, been doing it for about twelve years. Um, Tom is new to the studio. Pat was here last year, but we get Tom is funny, so you guys gotta you got you gotta check out this interview. Tom's awesome. These two guys tell us why tell why men should be part of this retreat. Um, what it's done for them. And yeah, really just why to, why to do this thing. I don't know, Bergwald, you, you guys did the, you were spoke at it last year. You presented.
1: Yes, we did. You and Father Father Scott, Scott. Right?
0: Yep. Yeah. It's some other dude this year. I can't remember. His yeah. name. Uh, so, yeah. Hold on. Michael Gormley. Oh yeah. Yeah.
1: Oh yeah. 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 Th- it's worth going to.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think it's a good thing. So first we have Dr. Chris Bergwald, who's Sitting across from me in a what appears to be a short chair.
1: Yeah. I don't know if the chair sunk down. down while it <laughs> did. It totally did. It You're
0: just, like my you height just, right now. Like it's great. You just like to uh, yeah. sit thing, above me. Good thing I, the mics move or you'd like be in to, trouble. Right. Exactly. <laughs> All right. We've biblical bites with Dr. B. Um,
1: Sunday. This Sunday is the 24th Sunday in ordinary you. time, Renee. I just wanted to <laughs> offer you that. we saving of me. asking you. You're welcome. Um, I want to focus on the second reading. Renee, do you remember by chance? This is where the quiz is coming in. Elise.
0: She's not on mic.
1: That's okay. She's loud. Where does the where's the second reading mass been coming from lately? Do you do you remember Sunday oh. mass? Sunday mass? Ooh, she's ooh.
2: what's is it like, uh, no,
0: wait, Okay. she's thinking? Oh. I don't want too much dead air, so okay, I'll no. Nope. Sorry. Sorry, she she doesn't. Uh, is it uh, Acts or wait? Hebrews, Romans, <laughs> <laughs> Corinthians. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Should we just go through all of (laughs) the New Testament letters? We should.
0: Timothy. (laughs) Just got to start throwing them out there. You
1: did name it already. Um, Acts is uh, is only read um, at Sunday Mass during Easter season.
0: Oh, okay. Well, Um, that makes sense.
1: Yep. Uh, It's from Romans.
0: Why didn't you just stop me there? you just said to let me just keep going I did because okay. it was really
1: fun to watch <laughs> um, so it's, it's a short passage from Nero. We, so we've been in Romans for weeks now it's the longest I should of know. Paul's <laughs> letters you should know
0: both of us apparently should know
1: um Uh, It's the longest of Paul's letters we've been going through for several weeks now, a couple few months, maybe even, uh, and we're getting near the end. So the reading for this Sunday is from chapter 14 of the 15 in the the letter, uh, verses 7 through 9. So I'm just going to read it because it's short. Okay. Brothers and sisters, none of us lives for oneself and no one dies for oneself. For if we live, we live for the Lord. And if we die, we die for the Lord. So then, whether we live or die, we are the Lord's. For this is why Christ died and came to life, that he might be the Lord of both the dead and the living. So uh, to the question, what's going on here? It's helpful to know the context a little bit. Why are you okay, smiling? My chair keeps
0: getting shorter. I know. I, keep, <laughs> I think you sabotaged sinking. my chair.
1: <laughs> Via sinking. Um, what, what's going on here? The, the verses right before chapter 14, which we did not hear last Sunday. Okay. Uh, so sometimes you just skip around a mm-hmm. little bit. Uh, what's going on in chapter 14 it, right before this is there Paul's talking about how the Christians in Rome some of them they they're just having disagreements about you know should should we follow the Jewish law every day or just on the Sabbath oh, day sure. or they they they're having disagreements should we abstain should we eat this or not eat this should we abstain from that or not abstain from that and he's sort of like it doesn't really matter mm-hmm. And that's where where this passage picks up, or that's where this, we find this passage in the context of the letter. None of us lives for ourselves and no one dies for ourselves. So I'm changing the, from oneself to ourselves. Mm-hmm. If we live, we live for the Lord. If we die, we die for the Lord. So then where we live or die, we are the Lord's. So the point that Paul's, it's twofold here. Um, I'm gonna focus on the second. Whether we live or die, we are the Lord's. My life, like it or not, is not my own right. to do with as I please. My life is, has from the moment of my baptism, I didn't choose this. Um, my life was given to Jesus Christ. Now, I can reject that. Right. But I was marked as, as a, a little brother. I became a little brother mm-hmm. of Jesus Christ when I was two weeks old. Almost fifty years ago. No, almost fifty walk. years ago. <laughs> two weeks old. Um, I am the Lord's, and therefore my life is not my own to do with as I please. So that's a, so. It's it's the Lord's first, and then uh, we live for the Lord. If we die, we die for the Lord. But before that, none of us lives for oneself. None of us dies for oneself. It's not about me. It's about Him, and it's about you, in that order. Right. So don't worry about all these little theological disputes that you're having. To, not that theological disputes are always unimportant, but these ones were not. The important thing is to love the Lord and one another because we belong to him, and that's what he calls us to do.
0: Thanks a lot, Dr. Let's get stuff. In the studio with me today, I have two lovely gentlemen, Pat McCabe and Tom Johnson. Welcome, gentlemen.
2: Pat's lovely. I'm happy. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take
0: this it. is going to be a fun interview because these two are already just joking and just funny. So so I wanted to have Pat and Tom in today to talk about the Sioux Falls Area Men's Retreat, which they've been doing for several years now. They're going to talk about that in a few minutes, but um, that is coming up in October and, uh, Pat, one are the dates? Uh,
3: that's a great question. <laughs> I have them right here. October, October 20th
0: to the 22nd. 20th to 22nd. Okay. Yep. I should have written that down beforehand, but sorry to put you on the spot like that's that. All right. So we wanted these two gentlemen to come in to tell us about, um, their experiences with the retreat and what is going to be happening this year and why men should go. So thanks for coming in.
2: You're um, welcome.
0: I want to have both of you tell a little bit about yourselves before to start out. So Pat, since Tom is new, we'll let Pat, Pat was new last year. Pat's the old pro at this, this year.
3: Something like that.
0: <laughs> Something like that. So Pat, will you please start?
3: Yeah. Um, so my name is Pat McCabe. Um, I've been in Sioux Falls now eight years. Mm-hmm. I grew up in the twin cities, um, and then moved to St. Cloud, Minnesota, up in the oh, yeah. middle part of the state after college and started working there. Um, met my now wife there we were both working in st cloud she's from sioux falls originally mm-hmm. so we met in st cloud and started our family and well after our second daughter the jobs that brought us there we both had left mm-hmm. but you know, young kids and the jobs we were in just weren't conducive to family life the, sure. the family life we wanted to have so we made big changes and then about a year after that our third daughter was on the way and Kind of looked at herself and said, we don't need to live here. My parents aren't here. Her parents aren't here. Mm-hmm. Um, so want to be close to one side of the family.
0: And sure. Falls went out, so. sure. Yeah, Which my, side of the family is here? It must be hers. Her, her family. Okay. Yep, yep. <laughs>
3: so her mom and, and sister and, and aunts and uncles and a lot of relatives down here. That's really nice. Um, our girls have cousins down here. We have three daughters. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's been a blessing. We've lived in Sioux Falls and in Brandon and now um, up outside of Madison. So we've kind of bounced around a little bit. Yep. Um, but it's great. And, um uh, been a great place to raise a family and yeah. put down the roots.
0: Yeah. You said you just moved recently to Madison. Yeah.
3: I guess it's been a so, a year already. Yeah. But so you're by. at St.
0: Thomas Aquinas now yeah. and you've got the beautiful lakes up there. We do.
3: Yeah. And
0: my dad actually, my family is all from Madison originally. Okay. My mom's, oh, my mom and my dad. And my dad still lives there. We love it. So yeah, we go up to Madison quite a bit.
3: Yeah, we uh, didn't get up to lakes as much as we wanted. but Of course. More that, than we had in the past.
0: <laughs> Good. Well, yeah, because you're right there. <laughs> right. So
3: Just down the road. It's awesome. Right. Right.
0: Good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Tom, tell us a little bit about you, please.
2: I am a 27-year Catholic. Okay. Changed over to a 30-year Lutheran. Okay. And I've been Catholic again now for six years.
0: Okay, wait. This is a story. I I love... You guys should have told me this beforehand. Oh, no. We want to keep surprises (laughs) coming.
2: We're like a Gatlin gun. We're going to keep shooting right at you.
0: Um,
2: And it's kind of a cool... I'd put a beautiful woman in my way. Um, and in Leanne Thompson from Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. and uh, we we connected, and Leanne, in her most infinite wisdom, had a checklist. <laughs> I didn't check all the boxes, but <laughs> enough um, of them apparently. One of them <laughs> was you must be Catholic. Okay, and I was Lutheran, mm-hmm. um, and I said, but I but I grew up Catholic, mm-hmm. and so by the grace of God and the will of her uh, ex or her husband who had passed away. Um, Roger wanted to bring someone back to the faith. Oh wow. So, we're we're crediting Roger's will for me coming back to the church. Yeah. It's I get god bumps.
0: Yeah, no <laughs> but kidding.
2: It's been pretty cool and um, you know, we've been gone for the summer and we did some non-Catholic churches on Sunday mm-hmm. and there's something seriously powerful about yeah. the Eucharist. Yeah, for sure. That you miss. Yes. So, we're at Holy Spirit, and yep. it's a it's a great church, and um, you know it's a great community. Yeah, and um, we have uh, five kids blended; they're sure. all adults. Uh-huh. Four grandbabies, and uh, wow. one bean in the cooker. <laughs> and uh, so life is good. Good. Life is good. Where are
0: you from originally, Tom?
2: I grew up in Pipestone.
0: Okay, so way up. Yeah. Uh, that's up north in in no. Minnesota, right? Or nope. no? No. It's
2: seventeen miles. Oh, that's right. Uh, east of Sorry. Flandreau. Yeah. Yeah. Southwest yeah. Minnesota.
0: So you're, you're close yeah. to being a South Dakotan. Yeah. Ish.
2: Yeah. <laughs> South Dakota light. Yeah. yeah.
0: South Dakota light.
2: <laughs> yeah. Let's go with that.
0: <laughs> okay, good. So, um, I'm not sure which one of you wants to do this, but can you give us an overview of what the men's retreat is?
3: Sure. Um, so it's, it's 12th year now, right? Twelve Um, it's not a silent retreat. Mm-hmm. It's, interactive, there's small group time, there's time to discuss with the men that are there what the topic is, but our our retreat leader takes us through five different talks, five different sessions, Mm -hmm. one on Friday night, three on Saturday, and one Sunday morning before we go our separate ways, and um, each one of those has its own subject, and they kind of build through the weekend usually, Um, and then we have a chance to break out of that and go discuss. And You know, this retreat being interactive those small group times tend to be the the more powerful ones I mean, yeah. you can listen to someone talk and hear their sometimes it's the testimony or just their, their direction that they're trying to take to you but when you get the other men together mm-hmm. you, know, you and your small group another six or seven
0: guys mm-hmm. um,
3: that's when i think the real deepening of the faith
0: happens right
3: and um, so yeah it's been it's been a similar format the whole time um i haven't been to all of them i right. came Sure, but um, it's it's grown in that time to yeah. include you know guys from outside outside of the Two Falls area.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, and it's become, you know, that guys, I think look forward to.
0: Yeah, yeah. How did it get started?
3: It goes back to the Holy Spirit Men's Group. Right. So that group started around the same time, about twelve years. Okay. Ago, and there was a small contingent of men that wanted to take their Friday morning men's group and then kind of branch out into this weekend long retreat. Sure. And so, for the first I don't know, handful of years, it was mainly Holy Spirit guys. Mm-hmm. But it's just as it's grown, it's become bigger. That's, you know, what we call the Sioux Falls area.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they kind of they really wanted to bring other men in, mm-hmm. and not not be just just those guys. Not that those guys aren't great, right? But, <laughs> but they saw the fruit of it and mm-hmm. wanted to bring more in. Absolutely. The way I understand it, um, uh, Ron. Why his name has just completely left my My, his, help me. Ron Oh No, Ron uh, was instrumental in getting that started. Ron's going to be like, you forgot my last name, which is for a second, Ron. (laughs) Um, But he was very instrumental in getting that started. And I I know he's just really uh, passionate about it. So yeah, which is good. Um, Okay. So can you tell us about the theme this year? I believe it's men of the virtues. Men of the virtues. Yep. Okay.
3: So I was... Able to talk to Michael Gormley, who's going to be a retreat leader. Yeah. And he kind of left it open. Like, what do you guys want to yeah. talk about? And I said, well, you know, usually we leave it up to you, the retreat leader. And he mentioned that he would had kind of been thinking about virtue as, as, a, as an idea. Mm-hmm. I happen to be reading a book called The Art of Living. Okay. By Ed Sury, oh, I love which, him. <laughs> which is about the virtues. I'm like, well, that's kind of coincidental. Yeah. And so we talked about it. And then he kind of had almost a layout ready to go. And I, The idea of it being men of the virtues is hopefully it can be a roadmap for us as the guys that are there of how to live out our faith, how to to go down the path of being the husbands and the fathers, Mm -hmm. the men that we're called to be. Mm -hmm. In the past, we've had, you know, into the breach about understanding the battle, or last year was about the, you know, being missionary disciples. Oh, right. Yeah. And so it was kind of an awakening to, hey, here's what's facing. The church, facing men and families. Um, hopefully, this is the next step of, well, how do we go down the path? How do we, we know that there's issues we have to deal with as men mm-hmm. in our own life and our faith life and in our community. But how do we do it?
0: Right. And so this hopefully uh, the road Right. The virtues are one of the best ways to get a handle on that. I feel like. Okay. Um, one more for you, Pat, and then yeah. I'm going to make Tom talk. <laughs> I'm sure he's really. Bummed about that. <laughs> I'm just um,
2: gaining speed.
0: I know. <laughs> so can you tell us a little bit about who Michael Gormley is who will be the yeah. so retreat a, presenter?
3: He's a younger guy. He's probably mm-hmm. my age, I am still
0: young. Yeah, right? I noticed that from the photo. I was like, Oh, he's a younger yeah. guy.
3: He's out of Texas. He's um a Catholic speaker. He speaks to men, he speaks to I think he does family work too. Okay. Um, but it, when he tells his story is that he, you know, grew up thinking he was gonna be a priest. The faith was um, always very strong with him. Mm-hmm. Um ended up, you know, obviously going the path of husband and father mm-hmm. but he's a very dynamic speaker okay. so we've seen him on video and mm-hmm. some of our men's group sessions and he's just very engaging mm-hmm. and hopefully he can bring that to us in a live setting he does he does retreats and speeches and, and things like this around the country right so we were lucky to get him to have an open yeah. weekend where we could yeah say, hey, can, you, can you make it up north for yeah him? um but his I think his general theme is building up men, right? you know, and being godly men, strong men, not worldly men, Mm -hmm. how to live the faith, specifically the Catholic faith, Mm -hmm. the way that we're called to do it.
0: And we really need that right now. Men need lots of, especially younger men, Mm -hmm. uh, need a lot of this because the world is not helping them in in almost any way. (laughs) So, all right, Tom, you've been going to the retreat how many years?
2: Uh, This is my third or fourth year.
0: Okay. All right. So what have been your experiences there? Uh, I, I, want, I want you to, like, what can you tell us that will make other men want to come?
2: <laughs> uh, understanding. Okay. Um, uh, patience. The ability to be consistent mm-hmm. um, with others. Okay. Um, in peers. Um, you know, we aren't always consistent in the things that we do. Mm-hmm. Um, I might not go to church today. Right. Well. Um, I might miss mass. Mm-hmm. Uh, you need to be consistent in, in all areas, the virtues, I, I would venture, um, father Morgan was just saying about 85% of, if you get things, 85%, you're good. <laughs> um, I don't think we break the 50% mark oh, on yeah. knowing what the virtues are. Right. You know, um, I think we kind of know what some of them are, mm-hmm. but how do they intercede right. or, or interconnect? Right. And um, our retreat leader is going to bring faith together with today's culture, and it's going to have this explosion right. or this collision, um, and it's going to, I think, going to really kind of shake up a few things for the guys that are in attendance mm-hmm. to understand those virtues and how they can be actively engaging daily right. and become more top of mind.
0: Yeah, because yeah. they're
2: they're probably not in a lot of guys
0: not yeah. mine. Yeah. I mean,
2: I've been reading on them. Pat's reading a book about the virtues mm-hmm. and, um, and I'm not sure if it's because the retreat's coming. <laughs> 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 I want to have You're s- thinking
0: about it more. Yeah.
2: I want to have some bullets. Right. Um, But uh, it's, um, it has to be top of mind. Yeah. Your faith that, you know, um, I had a guy in our store recently mm-hmm. just last week and he had a shirt on and he was buying some stuff and it said Sioux Falls diocese. And when he got up, and was walking towards the door. I went up, tapped him on the shoulder. said, "Thank you for doing business." And and it said Catholic across his shirt. Was that
0: my husband? It could have been. It could be. But a I said, shirt "You know, like you don't wear
2: your, your faith on your sleeve, do you? Right you on wear your it chest. right on your chest." <laughs> so um, you know, it's it's kind of that like that. Um, and this is a, a good catalyst for us to wear that, mm-hmm. you know, every day, right on your chest. Be proud of it that you're Catholic. Be yeah. proud of your faith yeah you know and um you know, and go back to you know that sets you a ablaze, yeah to become that disciple, yeah. you know um yeah. and it's kind of cool,
0: yeah, so are there any specific fruits that you've seen, or were there um specific experiences you had at past uh retreats you know i think' what
2: pat said is the the small groups are where you uh really become deeply engaged um
0: I'm glad you say that because I think there are a lot of men that are very initially uncomfortable
2: oh, with the stuff. Everybody group. is. <laughs> well,
0: I don't know if everybody is, but a lot of a lot of people are.
2: I mean, yeah, they they are. are. It's a hurdle. Yeah. 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 It's a big hurdle. Yeah. And there you'll see the one or two guys that have that fear uh-huh. of sharing. Uh-huh. Um, you know, uh, uh, Deacon Po or uh, Poyle? Yeah, Deacon Poyo was here. And he talked about a, everybody has a black box, kind of like a cockpit recorder. Oh, okay, yeah. You know, and what do you got in your black box? Oh, and yikes. You know, every, you know, yeah. Well, open your box. Right. Face it. Right. You know, that's what reconciliation's about. Right. You know, the, don't carry that black box, you know. If we could shed it, we we should. Yeah. But we don't. We just keep putting stuff in there.
0: <laughs> we do. You know, okay. yeah.
2: you know, hoarders.
0: Hoarders. <laughs> <laughs> but
2: uh, letting it out. And watching that person that's in your group that may not be the talker uh-huh. um, really is, uh, it's as powerful for the person listening
0: right? as it yeah, is that's the true. person
2: that's talking. Yeah. And the nice part about it, each group has a leader. Okay. So they're going to be So you're not sure just all sitting there staring at each yeah, other because and that's make sure everybody super uncomfortable. gets a chance to talk.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And,
3: and the guys that lead have been to retreats or led before. Oh, good. So they, they can... You know, no one's required to talk. Right, group, right. right. Someone wants to just sit and listen, they can. But the guys that lead it can keep the conversation going so it doesn't you know, don't sit there too silent for too long and Right. write questions and try to engage in the conversation and push that along. And so that helps, too, having someone there that knows when to maybe keep someone going and maybe knows when
0: to lay off. Too. Yeah, yeah. That's really important. Um, Pat, uh, I know we talked last year, and probably most people... I assume people don't remember, but cause I don't remember what you said,
2: but <laughs> <I> clearly, <laughs> clearly <don't either. laughs>
0: what are some of the fruits that you've seen? And maybe there was new ones from last year.
3: The biggest thing is that it keeps your faith. in the forefront.
0: Mm-hmm. So
3: the more you, at least for me, anyway, the more that you practice it and, and, and put time into it, the more that it's going to be there day to day. You can't be in mass every day. You can't be, um, it retreats every weekend. Mm-hmm. Right. But by just putting those time, that time in, you're planting the seeds and those start to grow and blossom. Right. So that's what it's been is that it it provides a foundation that two, three, four months away from this retreat, there's still something to draw back on. Right. So something that you heard or just the idea that, hey, I've committed to this. You know, I've put time in. I want to make it something that's going to become beneficial. Mm-hmm. And so having that piece of it of, of I'm putting time into my faith mm-hmm. and you know, most things that you pay more attention to tend to do better. Right. 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 So by putting that in for one weekend a year, Mm -hmm. that's all it is, Mm -hmm. um, that it tends to blossom.
0: Yeah. I'm glad you mentioned that because so working here at the diocese, of course, um, we are thinking about working with, uh, dealing with our faith all the time. Think about it when we get home. Um, When I worked in a secular world, that was not the case. You do not work. You work in the secular world, correct? So it's really good to hear that even small things, relatively small things, like going to a retreat every a retreat every year, helps you to do the things you need to do throughout the year to keep your faith at the forefront, instead of just going to mass on Sunday and then setting all of that aside and going through the rest of your week without thinking about it ever again. Absolutely. So
3: yeah, you you you're making your faith a priority. Mm-hmm. Right, And I think for a lot of the men that go, they're, they're husbands and
2: their fathers. Too. Mm-hmm.
3: And they're thinking, how do I get my wife and my kids to
2: heaven? Yeah, yeah. And
3: if I do one thing in this life, can I get those people to heaven?
2: Yeah. And you're not going to do that by accident. No. There
0: and
2: and we that. have a couple dads that are bringing their adult sons now.
0: Oh, that's really cool. Yeah.
2: I think we should call it um, faith vacation. <laughs>
0: I like that. You might get more guys to come. Yeah. But no, you guys get, Is it's increasing every year.
3: Yeah. Right? Yep.
0: What was it last year? Do you remember?
3: No. 40s or 50s, I, mean. 50s, I 50s, think. 50s, I yeah. think,
0: if I remember right. 50s, yeah. yeah. That's a lot of guys. Yeah. Um, okay. We have a couple minutes left. Um, have you heard experiences from other men that are really compelling that might help other some other guys decide to go?
3: Yeah, I mean, when guys talk about it, um, especially guys that maybe were hesitant, mm-hmm. the first thing they say is, "I'm really glad I came." Yeah. So, the idea to go, the commitment to go pays off. Yeah. You know, the weekend you go, it's it's worthwhile. Um, but the sediment usually is, you know, it's, if they've never been, it's I've never had a whole weekend just to focus on my faith.
0: Oh yeah.
3: Right, and to grow closer to the Lord.
0: Yeah. And
3: so that's what guys take away, and then a lot of times. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's a weekend that provided enough foundation to say, yeah, I need to do
0: that. again. Yeah. I bet you very, very seldom have someone walk out of that and be like, well, that was a wasted weekend. <laughs> I don't, you
3: there's really a, had to
0: try to do that.
3: Right. So and there's guys that tell us things that, that we could do better. Sure. Like we we, sure. we encourage that. And we yeah. ask for that. But no, to have just, um, someone that said it wasn't, it wasn't good.
0: No. Yeah. It's always, this was great. Possible. And, um, yeah, yeah. So Tom, if there was if a guy came up to you and he was like, "What is this thing? Should I go?" Is yeah, there a- you should go. Yeah. <laughs> and
2: why? Because it's life changing. Yeah. Um, it might not be yours that changes. That's so true. Yeah.
0: Well, look at all the people that have changed your life as you come along. Oh yeah.
2: Yeah. You know, and it's, it's crazy.
0: In ways they couldn't expect.
2: And nor nor know about. Right. And um, you know, and that happens only by one person. And uh, that plan is uh, each one of us has a plan and he, he, he executes it perfectly. Right. He executes this retreat perfectly. Mm -hmm. People say, "Eh, you know, it's changed my life. I I can't believe I've missed all of these going forward. Mm -hmm. And you make new friends. Yeah. And you make new acquaintances, which take you on new adventures. Right. You know, um, podcasts.
0: Yeah. And, um, (laughs) but you get really good, holy friends. Yeah, you do. Men who are trying to do the same thing you're trying to do in a world that's always working against you. So I think that's important.
2: Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like the crown of thorns. Yeah. You know, one size fits all. Yeah. (laughs) His his crown fits us all.
0: I'm not sure if that's a good tagline. Go to the men's retreat and wear your crown of thorns, but we're going to go with it. (laughs) Could be. It could be. Pat, will you tell us again? So it's at Broomtree? At Broomtree, yep. And how do they find out about it?
3: Holy Spirit, excuse me. Yep, Holy Spirit SF.org slash men's group. Okay. So that's where you can sign up. There's information about Michael Gormley. Um, registrations are still being accepted. If you want a private room, those are kind of going fast. Space is a little bit limited. Um, but there's plenty of space for anybody that wants to come. Um, Holy Spirit SF.org slash men's group.
0: Great. We'll put that also in the uh, on the YouTube page in the information. We'll put that link in so people can get to it from there. Yeah. Thank you, thank you very much, guys, for coming in. I hope your retreat is very um, helpful this year and fulfilling, and you get to affect lots of people, including yourselves, after. So, thanks for coming in. You bet. All right, if you haven't found us already on social media, you can find us at Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube at SFDiocese anytime. That's it for us today. Hope you'll join us again next week for more Catholic Views.